Hi, I'm Ashley Chandler, adolescent and parent educator, and I'm on a mission to help middle schoolers and parents carve a more seamless path through these often turbulent years. Imagine having the beliefs, strategies, and support you both need, and feeling confidence and connection beyond your wildest dreams. This podcast aims to bring you these things each week by integrating the art, science, and soul of raising an early adolescent. If you're ready to elevate adolescence, listen in now. I was working with a parent of a middle schooler recently who described her middle schooler as perfectionistic. Her kiddo came home with an F on an assignment and was absolutely devastated. This mom works tirelessly, and I mean tirelessly, to infuse a growth mindset into everything she does with her kids. She works with them around self-advocacy and emotional intelligence. In my eyes, this mom is an undeniable star. Yet her middle schooler still came home fatalistic about this assignment. After talking it through and being a supportive listening ear, she asked her daughter, well, after you get through this, how do you think you'll feel about the assignment? And her daughter replied, just complete deadpan, I think I will carry this F letter grade with me for the rest of my life and I will be scarred from it. When she shared this, we had to chuckle because her daughter's perfectionism was a direct revolt against the growth growth mindset messaging mom had worked so hard to build. About 30 minutes after she told me this story, she was vulnerably sharing how she knows she's done things that aren't really that great as a parent and she's afraid she's messed her kids up what do you mean aren't good i asked and she shared she's reacted harshly she's yelled she can be impatient and reactive and i asked her what she did after she messed up and she said she tried to apologize and have open conversations with her kids and then do better next time but she would still obsess in her own mind that she had failed her kids and that they truly were scarred. In other words, one small mistake and her kids were effed for life, as I like to say. She was so educated about how to consciously parent and she'd been reading up on the effects of trauma. She was expecting herself to be perfect and to never mess up. I pointed out the irony of wanting her daughter to combat perfectionism, but having very different standards for herself. And she had a huge aha. She was supportive of her kids when they expressed their range of emotion, but she wasn't allowing herself to do the same. She wasn't allowing herself to quote unquote fail. Perfectionism is a myth we come to believe at various points in our lives. If only I could do this quote unquote right, look perfect, be perfect, then I would be loved, celebrated, and successful. But typically we're not thinking of it in that in those terms. Underneath perfectionism is this constant need to control and really the deeper belief of it's never enough or I'm never enough. To be liked is to be the one who has it all together all the time. I'm raising my hand over here. I am what I say a recovering perfectionist. And parents, if this is you, you've been conditioned like I have to believe this. So much of this hasn't been your fault, 
but now that you know better, you can unravel it. You can look around at society and get messages of fear and scarcity at every twist and turn. The moment you look at the news, there it is, more fear, more scarcity. And the advertisement industry, advertising industry plays off of our insecurities and has since the beginning. But today I'm noticing there's a paradigm shift happening around toxic advertising slowly but surely because people are becoming more discerning about what they absorb and buy into. People are starting to demand more authentic and real ways of being sold to. The Dove campaign showing all types of real bodies is a great example of this. So the one area though that still needs attention and support that I keep coming back to again and again and again is parenting. Well-intentioned experts, myself included, in the fields of education, neuroscience, child and adolescent development, and psychology are coming out with information and research on the effects of trauma on our ability to live our best lives. So there's this collective awareness brewing that we've all been traumatized, even a little, and left unhealed This is what leads to a lot of dysfunction, and when it comes to parenting, unconscious parenting. So the tide has shifted, and many parents are waking up to this. They are becoming aware of the varying degrees of trauma and the ramifications of our beliefs and actions on our kids. The extreme and more common side effect of this I've noticed lately is parents leaning once again towards perfectionism in their behavior and actions, just like the mom I mentioned in the beginning. They may have let go of the idea of maybe the perfect appearance or a Pinterest birthday party, but they're worried that everything they do wrong, every time they yell or argue in front of their kid or slam a door, this will lead to their kid being traumatized for life just like they were. They're so afraid they're going to F them up no matter what. It's kind of like walking on eggshells as a parent or feeling that you've always got to be calm, grounded, and happy. And truthfully, this feels fake, impossible, and destined for failure. Maybe this is you. So here is what I want to say if I haven't said this before. Whatever version of perfect you have in your mind, it's never going to happen. And it's never going to work. You are right. It is impossible. The perfect parent is not what your middle schooler needs. Perfect parenting is for the birds. Your early adolescent needs you to be real, plain and simple. In fact, I share in the relate method that I created R is the very first letter is to reveal the real you. This breeds more connection. It, it helps strengthen your bond when you show up in an authentic way. Not the polished, always balanced, always optimistic you. Those things, yes, are great. And also add in there the layers of what it looks like to be human. They need you to be grumpy when you're grumpy and not make it about them. Or to be happy when you're happy or angry when you're angry. Remember, What I share with parents and students all the time, there are no bad emotions. It's what you do with them that matters. Feel your feelings and demonstrate what it means to move through them. 
If you don't feel your feelings, that's actually going to mess your kids up even more. Pretending you only have positive emotions. Now, this doesn't give you a free pass to be an a-hole, but expressing the range of your own human experience and watching you grow through it is the gift that they truly need. Additionally, now this is not about shaming you, but you are a critical piece of your middle schooler's mental health, how you show up. So your middle schooler's brain is under construction and oftentimes you've got to be the regulated one so you can show up for them. This means you have the emotion or the outburst and then you always repair. You own your reaction and you work to grow in your reaction next time. If you express a lot of anger, that's something that you need to get to the root of and take action to heal, face it head on. And when you say you're going to work on that, do it because this breeds trust and space for connection. It's not the anger that's going to traumatize them. It's the anger over and over and over again without work on repairing. You're not perfect, but you're growing. That's the message you want to communicate. So let's fast forward 15 years and your middle schooler-ish years, I will say, and your middle schooler is an adult in their 20s. They will have the modeling from you and the awareness of what it means to be a fully expressed, grounded, healthy adult who has a range of emotions, who is imperfect, but authentic, and who showed up for themselves and their family. And then... Fast forward another 10 years, plus or minus a few maybe, and they might even be a parent themselves. Do you want them to be the parent feeling like it's bad to have strong emotions or the parent that beats themselves up when they mess up or the parent that has big emotions and works through them in healthy ways and gets better over time? I'd say this is closer to the kind of generational pattern that you want to pass on. So it starts with you. Remember this, when you feel like you should be different, not react or not mess up, give yourself the space to make mistakes and then own them. Grow along the way and become more aware. This is what they truly need. Remember, parenting a middle schooler is not for the faint of heart, but you were made for each other. If you commit to showing up each day for yourself and for them, your lives will change for the better. Thank you so much for listening to the Elevated Adolescence Podcast. If you've liked this episode, please subscribe and share so more people like you can be elevated through these middle school years. It truly takes a village. Until next time, be well. Thank you.